Hello everyone, Norman Gabriel here, world's foremost authority on all matters. Alright, today's topic, man, is the NCAA. And I guess you want to say in con- in, 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 in partnership with the NBA. Alright, the championship just got won last night. Um, and the championship was Villanova beating Michigan in a handily, in a handily fashion. And the one thing I noticed last night, I was watching the game with my father, and all I could think is, I thought the game sucked. I truly thought the tournament sucked. And I thought it's kind of sucked the last several years. I mean, you don't even remember champions like you used to remember champions before. Uh, they used to stick out. They used to be excellent play. I mean, the teams for Duke, uh, the Bobby Hurley, Christian Leighton days, Grand Hill days, the UNLV team. The uh, the Fab Five, even though they never won the championships, but the Fab Five, I mean, you had memorable teams, and I and I think I know the reason for that. Um, it's because of the one and done factor, man. Uh, I really would like to see the NBA put in a three year out of high school rule. Now, I had people complain. I know it's not a popular opinion. But I think it works for the NFL. It gets you better talent in the NFL. It makes the NCAA better. And then people say you should have the right to go work if you want, directly out of high school if you want to. And I believe that is true. But they have options. You can go overseas and play. You can go in the D League. Now, I believe the reason players don't do that now is because you have the one and done rule. So you can just do one year of playing against other children or teenagers or kids, whatever you have it, and by playing against kids, you look better, because if you go to the D-League, if you go overseas, you may get exposed that you're not as good as you say you are or think you are, or that even either, either, uh, either uh, other people or prognosticators think that you are. I believe it also helps the NBA as well, because I believe the NBA it's not what it used to be either. I thought you had more teams that were in the mix to possibly go to a championship. Now, I, I do understand that for years it was just Lakers going to nine, you know, like, like I think it was eight cha- eight championship games in a 10-year span or 11-year span, something to that nature. Or was it nine and 12 years, something to that effect. And I understand that Boston won a whole lot. You've always had those teams that had dominant positions. But I believe the fight to get there was much harder than what we saw last year with Cleveland. I think they dropped one game on the way in, in route to the championship game. And I think that uh, Golden State dropped none. They only lost that one game to Cleveland when Cleveland had to have all-time shooting performances to do it. Now, this year it may be a little different, but I, I'm not expecting much different. I still expect the top-heavy teams, the Houston's, Golden State, Cleveland, to kind of dominate again. And I think you can eliminate that if you start getting better talent into the NBA. More seasoned talent. Stop going off of potential. Let's get some seasoned talent in there. And then also, when you get the young guys going in there because of talent, uh, potential, what you're doing is you're taking away jobs from maybe older seasoned veterans. Because you're going to take a chance on a potential before you stay with the seasoned guy. And I think you could, uh, you could really help the league a lot. By keeping some seasoned guys who know what they're doing, and I think that would help a lot with the NBA. I believe it also helps the NCAA. Man, we can get some quality historic teams again. We're never going to have a historic team again. 
I mean, it's been pretty much 20 years since we had, or more, that we had a team that would be like, wow, what a team. I wonder how that team would have did against John Wooten's uh, UCLA, or how that team would have did against UNLV. We don't have that now, because I don't think any of these teams, even as good as Villanova looked this whole tournament, I don't think anybody believes they have any chance against any of the historic uh, college teams of the past. And maybe that's not the reason to do it, but I just think it makes better play. And also, it, it, here's another thing. It helps the guys who, are, who think they're ready for the pros. You know, your Diamond Stones from Maryland, who leaves early and does nothing. I mean, where's he at? He's in some little minor league team somewhere doing something, making probably $50,000 a year. He could have stayed in college and really honed his craft, built a brand. Now, what everybody also is going to talk about is the fact that they make a ton of money off these players in college, and the college players should be paid. I hate, I've heard the argument before, and I heard it really good again just this past weekend on Mad Dog Sports. Apologies for not remembering the name of the guy that does the weekend show on Mad Dog, Mad Dog Sports, but he made a compelling argument. Nobody cares about the high school players that are student athletes that spend extra time to practice and to play games and to travel and things of that nature. Nobody's worried about them getting paid, even though some of those schools make money when they have prominent uh, talent at their schools that get national televised games and things of that nature. Everybody's just worried about the college because they make such so much money, but the guys don't have to go there. You have options to go other places. You know, you can go to the D-League. You can go to overseas. And overseas can pay you pretty decent if you're a good, if you're a good player. I mean, that maybe not NBA money, but you'll make a, you can make over a hundred grand easily in a year overseas if you're a really good player. Uh, some guys make up to five hundred thousand to a million. You know, so it is possible. Um, I just think that we should get back to making these guys more student athletes. I think that also helps the NBA as well because then you get better season talent coming through the league. Uh, you keep guys in there longer, you know, instead of getting pushed out because of some potential that may materialize or may not materialize. Um, I think it's better for both parties. Now, I guess you could say it's not better for the young guy who wants to come out after one year of college and sit on the bench and make millions because he was a first-round draft pick. But besides that, I think it's better all the way around. I think you get you get a chance to have more memorable teams in college. I mean, I, like I said, these teams – Nobody's going to remember these teams years from now. You're not going to remember them. Who won the championship three years ago? Four years, well, four years ago. Who knows? Nobody remembers these teams. They're not memorable. They're not great players. They're not great teams because of the one-and-done aspect of the game. And I think we could get back to that by just making it where you have to stay at least three years so teams can grow, can become uh, a cohesive unit, can actually have a chance of having a historic great team. And the same thing for the NBA. I think the more talent was spread through the league that year. So when you are picking ninth and you're, uh, you're Orlando, you're getting a quality season guy who's been there three or four years, who's a decent player, as opposed to a one-and-done hopeful potential, and then it doesn't pan out. So that's just my take on it. Uh, I don't care. That, I don't think the guys should get paid. I think they should be covered for all the expenses as far as, like, eating, you know, I think they are now get a little stipend, maybe $2,500 or $2,000 a month, some to that effect, to have a little spending change. But that's about it, man. I mean, you don't need to pay the guy. Your education is worth a lifetime if you use your education wisely. Now, of course, a lot of these players are going to school and taking basket weaving. They don't really care what they take. 
So that, that's fully on them. But you got a lot of these guys who become lawyers and doctors and all type of things because they use that free education and maximize it. So that's totally up to you to do that. But I would say don't pay them because Pam is a slippery slope. Once you pay, you got to pay all. It's just too much of a mountain to climb once you start paying anybody. So you shouldn't pay anybody. You know, they have other options. Go to the D-League. If all the guys that were top players all went to the D-League, they'd have to make changes then. You know, I mean, I mean, well, well the D-League would have to be would make changes. It would be more popular because all the top guys went to the D-League. All the top guys are going overseas. But, if that, you know, right now what they're doing is they're using it as well to showcase their talent. You know, they're using the, the, the NCAA for one year to showcase their talent, not take school seriously, and then go to the NBA or at least get, a, get drafted by the NBA, maybe not even make it. But that's what's going on right now. And then the teams are not as good. So I think they can change all of that just by making Kent State three years. You wouldn't have that issue. You wouldn't have as many misses as they do now. I mean, it's a ton of misses with the draft, man. These, these guys get picked, and they just – you know, they're going to last two or three years if they do make it, and they won't make it. I mean, you got a top ten that may do well, but then the rest, it's just not, man. It's not working. So, let me know what you guys think. Uh, I'll definitely respond to anything you do. Uh, I hope you guys like the content. Once again, it's Norman Gabriel, the world's foremost authorities in all matters. And uh, I'll be coming at you a lot more with a lot more topics.